And welcome back to the Completely Fucking Clueless Podcast. I am Sarah. I Oh, we usually do full names. Oh. <laughs> I'm Sarah Liddy, everyone. I'm Audrey Flowers. I just really like my last name. Yeah, you you really do have a good name. I, not that I hate my name or anything, but I, I just like Sarah. I mean, I did change my name. I would say I'm that bitch like whenever we're doing it. <laughs> so extra me I don't do it as much anymore but definitely in high school when you like you'd be saying your name and going around a circle everyone would be like I'm Jim I'm Kelly I'm Pam those were all office characters um <laughs> and I would say I'm Audrey slash Olivia Flowers and I'd always say my last name because my last name is it's a really cute it's a really cute name well hello everyone welcome back to the pod thanks for coming yeah thanks for being here another week has passed you went home this week so why don't you tell us a little bit about your time at home I went home I'd been having a rough few days as we caught up so the last episode we taped on Saturday and then I went home Sunday morning yeah so that was really really lovely shoebies which we talked about on the last episode if you follow us on the Instagram if you don't Follows on the Instagram. Completely fucking clueless. I got my shoebies. I went there twice because of course I did. And my mom let me get food to bring back here. Aww. So then I also had shoebies yesterday. It was really nice. Like my niece and my nephew, they're seven and nine. So like yeah. it's just like it's always really lovely to be around them. And I'm my niece was sick. Oh. I'm convinced that she pretended to be sick to stay home with me because I've never met a more energetic sick person in my entire life. That's so funny. There's such good beans and I, I, I'm really lucky to have a great family. Um, so it was really nice. And my, my sister who's right above me came home. I haven't seen them since Christmas. And when I went home for Christmas, my sister had COVID and I was there for like 20 hours. So it was really nice. It was like, be home and be taken care of. Home is truly where the heart is. I'm probably thinking about the Sephora sale because I spent a lot of money. I, okay, I filled my cart yesterday. I was going through so many TikToks with all the beauty gurus advice about what to buy, but I had filled my cart up yesterday. I spent a lot of time doing TikTok research about what I should buy. Of course, like half the things that though all these gurus are saying to get are out of stock and they are getting them because it's PR. And I'm like, like, I want the Rare Beauty highlighter. The Dior lip oil came back in stock yesterday. By the time I went to go and buy it, it was, it was gone. already sold out. Okay, I got to say, though, I have it, and it's a little bit overrated. But I, I like, can believe that, but I still want it. It's the aesthetic. Honestly, I put it on before I came here, and I was like, this is so stupid. Like, why do I have this? But then I was like, she's so cute. <laughs> It is. It's overpriced, if anybody wants to know. But anyways, I filled my cart. And then today I looked at my cart probably five times. I was like, do I get it now? Do I spend this money? Do I do it? I don't know. Do I want all this stuff? And then eventually I just like hit the button. Well, what's so hard with the sale like this? (laughs) Hard. I live a really hard life. But is like being torn between like there are things that, A, I have a limit of money, you know, because... I'm 23 and I work at Lululemon, but I'm torn between like wanting to restock all the things that I know that I use regularly. But then I also want to get like 
new fun thing exactly but yeah most of the new fun things are sold out because these gurus sell them out on tiktok but are you getting anything from the sale oh of course what okay give us like three things that you are looking forward to getting i'm out of like my moisturizers so i'm one i'm restocking on one of my moisturizers but then i'm also trying a new moisturizer the moisturizer that i'm restocking is from youth to the people i love it's like their light green one i really love that moisturizer and i've been out and my skin has been angry Ooh, um, i like their facial cleanser the like spinach and kale yes, one i also have that one i also have a new beauty blender because my beauty blenders have died something that i'm really torn about is um so the sunday riley ceo 15 percent vitamin c brightening serum i got in like a little like one of their like not like trial but like one of those like little like holiday like sort of gift type things yes, yes. where like you like get it on tr- like a somewhat regular size i'm doing a poor job of explaining this regardless I just finally like am about to run out of it. Like the pump is starting to not work. Like I have to open it up to get stuff out. And so I was like, oh, I need to buy more in the sale. And then I went to go and look it up. And like their smaller size is $85. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. And, uh, and part of it is like, A, I think it's a good product. But B, it also just smells so good. And it makes me so happy to put it on every day. So I'm, I'm debating of I really like it. But I'm like, also, do I have $85 to spend on a vitamin C serum? Literally. I feel that. All right. <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody some of the things that I'm buying. So I am refilling my favorite mascara, which is the Lash Lacombe. Lash Lacombe. It's from Lacombe and it's called Lash Look. I have liked this one for a while. I feel like I was in this phase with mascaras where I just kept trying and trying and trying and trying. And then I found this recipe, which is the Lash, um, the Lacombe Lash Dolce. But before I put that on, I use a primer and I've been using the Dior primer. I'm not sure if it's the best one on the market. It's just somebody influenced me to buy it. And now I just like keep doing that duo. Okay, so I used a primer for lashes way back in the day. But, like, I have such, like, stubby, honestly, lashes that, like, tend to just clump really Mm, easily. So then maybe not. Something else. Oh, but I am trying a new mascara for the first time in a while. I am trying the Merit Beauty one. It's a tubing mascara. I don't know what that means, but apparently it's good to use tubing mascaras. Um, So I'm trying that out. I am also trying out a blush, like a dewy liquid uh, blush from Say Beauty. I really like their stuff. I'm also trying out a bronzer. I also got beauty blenders. I got two different face mists. I've just been having the worst issue with dry skin. Like I'll be doing my makeup and my skin just gets so dry. So I was looking for something that could just like I could spray on like periodically while doing my makeup that could like help me with that. I would say I'm trying the Milk Makeup Hydro Setting Spray partially (gasps) because I'm I'm running low on my setting sprays and summer's coming and I'm a sweaty girl. Sweaty girls only. I'm one too. And so I need all the help that I can get. So I've heard good things about it and I have the primer. Me too. Um, Their primer is so great. Use it every day. So I'm trying the setting spray. But that is our Sephora sale kind of roundup and I'm really intrigued to communicate with people that are following about what y'all are getting i want to know what other people's like essentials are another thing that i wanted to update the people on is the planner the scheduling (laughs) time i didn't speak to it last week but i was thinking about it because this week was the first week that i really gave the planner a shot if you do not remember i bought the flourish planner which is 
a planner that you can download onto your iPad, onto the app GoodNotes. And I had been talking about like not being able to schedule my time very well. I'd like to say I did an Instagram poll of who believed that Sarah was going to fall through their planner and who didn't. And I believe the majority said that they didn't believe in it. And I which- get it. I, 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 I can understand that. I was maybe a little disappointed and I could understand it because I have trouble following through with some of who my ideas. Who doesn't? Exactly. But I finally did. And woohoo. And on Sunday, I filled out like this, like weekly template. And then Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday were the main days that I did it. On Thursday and Friday, I filled it out a little bit, but I didn't do it as much. Next week, I'm challenging myself to go all the way through the week. But it did help a lot. I talked about it in therapy and how like it really did help channel my time. And I felt a lot less anxiety because I knew my responsibilities. Whereas when I go in without knowing like, hey, I should be doing this right now, I'll be like, eh. that's great. Yeah. So congrats to the haters. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All the love. But yeah, if you're looking for something, hashtag check out the Flourish Planner. I believe, I can't remember, it was like maybe no more than $15 to purchase it for the good app. Good apps? No, Good Notes app. There we go. Ooh, speaking on longer term updates, I'm trying dating again. Ooh. I have a couple of people that I'm talking to about setting up dates. Um, I have in like my bio of like, small talk on these apps is terrible. Please let's just get coffee or drink. And I've had actually like a couple, like normally most people just, they'll like it, but then won't actually respond to it. And I've had a couple of people be like, okay, let's just get coffee or drink. And I'm like, okay. Uh, That's a good tip. It's terrible. (laughs) Talking on these apps is awful. Let's just get coffee. So I have a couple people that I've been talking to about like setting updates. So we'll see how that's going. This is going to tie into my deeper clueless moment of the week. Ooh. Um. But yeah, so we're trying. Send me good vibes. I'm I sending it. you good vibes. All the good vibes for I dating. I appreciate it. Before we get into clueless moments of the week, we just need to take a couple of seconds to talk about Bridgerton season two. <sighs> So if you have not watched Bridgerton season two, you skip this part. Yes. Spoiler alert. (laughs) So please tell me what you thought. Okay. So I I watched the first episode with my friend Zan came over last night and we watched the first episode. Have you watched season one? Duh. Oh, okay, good, good. I was just making sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be honest, I did this exact same thing with season one. So we watched the first episode and then we might have watched the second one also. And then she was like, it was like. 8 30 and she's like I need to go home and I was like I can't end at this point and she was like I need to go home (laughs) more than that we had a conversation she left she went home and so I might have at the start of when we started watching taken like part of an edible um and I'm not a patient person um so I'm sorry Zandra I watched ahead (laughs) and by I watched I mean I watched all of it I stayed up I think till 2 30 finishing all of it Katie did the same thing she texted me because I was like because I saw her talk about it somewhere and she's like I was like did you watch it and she's like I literally watched it all in one night it's exactly the same thing that I did when the first uh, first season came out but I think I literally binge watched all of it that night and then lied to my family and pretended to not know what was happening the rest of the season for season one um so to Zandra I am still gonna watch all of it with you but admittedly I was high when I was having these thoughts I'd say one thing that I would say is this season was slightly less horny which isn't inherently good or bad but like it was at least being high I missed it a little bit <laughs> but I would say like even more so I feel like everything was very much through the female gauge which I loved because like I'd say like 
again, most TV shows or movies that like are kind of horny, like not really into it because it's just so through the male gaze and it's just like icky. Whereas like there definitely was less this season, but just everything was so through the female gaze that was like great. And also my mom listens to this podcast, so I might tell her to skip this because I don't really want to hear her talking about horny TV shows. There you go. It was okay. I have heard a lot of mixed reviews. People are like very mixed on this season. I really loved it. I'm not going to lie. It was at first like it was hard because it was a slow burn. It was like you would go so many episodes and obviously you know that like the Vicow and Kate are going to be together. But I'm like, how freaking long is it going to take you to realize it? I reached like the last two episodes and I was like, there's not a lot of time left to resolve all this. I was like, what the fuck? It was like all this build up and then it was like the last like two and a half episodes were just like, I I love Eloise and like her little romances. I know that these are based off books and I know Eloise isn't gay in the books. But, but like, she's gay. She's so gay. No, I, I was talking about this with somebody that like in the first season, literally the first moment Eloise like waves to pen across the way. And I felt like that was a queer baiting moment. Yes. But overall, I thought it was really great. And I once, still loved it. I binge watched all of it I in one know. night. And once they finally got together and when they were having sex, I was like, yes. The sex was good. It was. It was very, it was good. It was good. I was like, okay, like, if you're going to, like, not put it all in the season, like, this is the moment to put it in. Well, that was Bridgerton season two (laughs) recap. And now we're going to move into Clueless Moments of the Week. So this is something that's very small and silly. Where do socks go? Literally, um that's so true yeah i had a pair of socks where one of them disappeared after the first time i wore them where did they go there has to be a sock thief that just like comes to people's homes and takes socks because the the same thing happens to me it happens to everyone and i don't know it pisses me off because i'll like buy nice socks and then all of a sudden they're gone i'd say what really pissed me off was okay so for christmas for this pair of cookie monster socks and they were sold out when my mom went to buy them so then I bought them for myself and I bought two pairs of cookie monster ones I literally wore them once and then one of them disappeared and I'm still convinced it's gonna show up at some point but I literally wore them once and then I washed them and I was like they're tall socks like they're long they're bright blue they're hard to lose and like I was on with my laundry and they disappeared and so now I just have one cookie monster sock I can't just wear one cookie monster sock I hate I hate losing stuff in the laundry I'm wearing a pair of sweats right now and I have a black pair and I don't know where the frick they went Bombas if you want to send me a cookie monster sock that'd be great that'd be great (laughs) thanks I have one more like silly clueless moment why do I sleep with my makeup on (laughs) Why? Why? I want nice skin. I want nice things. LOL. But <laughs> this wh- is why we can't have nice things. Exactly. I just get, I'll get home and I guarantee you I'll do, I'll do it tonight. <laughs> I'm like, I guarantee. Zero! But like, I will get home and I'll just like get into my bed. I'll be so cozy. And then I'm like, why, why get up? Why get up? But then I wake up and my face is oily. I have pimples. My makeup's all over my wig pillows. I'm like, why did I do that? My esthetician would kill me if she heard that I do this. Actually, one thing I am buying in the Sephora sale is just makeup remover wipes to keep on my bedside table for the nights of like, not even like from being like drunk or anything like in college, just out of sheer laziness, not wanting to remove my makeup. So I'm getting makeup. 
makeup remover wipes. I used to do that in college. I should probably do that again where I just put makeup remover wipes like in my like nightstand table. But even sometimes like I just like thought to myself today, I'm like, why the fuck do I not take my makeup off? Like I am destroying my skin. Do you have any other coolest moment or no? I do. So dating. I said it was going to tie into my clues. Oh, yes. But something that I've been struggling with a lot over like the past few months and I just I don't know. I've really had a moment with it recently, particularly as I've been trying to like get into dating again something that I've really been struggling with and this is something I've actually spoken to Sarah about before is this way that I'm going to describe it is ignoring like that gender is like a spectrum and that like there is like gray space and all of that this is just the most efficient way to describe it and then it's kind of ignoring that and is speaking very binary but I'm I've really been struggling for like the past I don't know probably minimum year with feeling like I am too gay to date a straight cis man but then also not feeling gay enough to like date a woman and I I'd say particularly with women like it comes from my own like I I'm aware of the fact that it comes from a lot of like internalized like biphobia and like whatnot and like thinking that like women won't want to date me like I haven't dated a ton like I've dated one person seriously and it was a guy and like feeling like I'm behind or that like like yeah feeling like I don't know and that like I'm just I'm already too late and then struggling with it on the opposite side of like I don't know there's a level to which dating like a straight cis man does not feel genuine right now like I just I I I feel just like too gay for that and I don't even know in what way but I I just do that is sort of why I'm like trying with dating again like the only way to find out and like to get better is just by trying and like I just kind of have to go for it despite like all the various things of like just dating people it's scary on a variety of levels um so I'm I'm really trying to like push myself and grow in that because like that's something that is important and like my queerness is a large part of who I am And I still in action struggle to embrace that. Yeah, I feel like sexuality is just so hard. I I feel like especially like internalized homophobia, biphobia, it's it's so hard. And I think in my experiences, it's really hard for me to differ differentiate like the phobia, anxiety, is this what I'm actually thinking? Is this what the world has taught me to think? And so I I completely understand where you're coming from in that sense where it's just like, I I, I don't even like know what to think. You know what? And that's why you're dating. You have to experiment to find out. Like a part of it is experimenting, trying things, going places, doing the thing. So send me good vibes as I try and stop being a little bitch. I'm sending you all the vibes because sexuality is freaking hard. Oof. Oof. And now we're going to move on to something a little different. On to the actual thing for this podcast. For those who guessed 73 questions, Vogue style, that is what we're doing this week. (laughs) If you know these Vogue videos, it's this thing that the company does on their YouTube with a lot of famous people. So technically, we're really famous this week. You should seriously go check them out on the Vogue page. It's so good. They do them with all these celebrities and they're great. 
Yeah, so we are going to answer these Vogue questions for y'all. We're very excited. I'm going to try and keep my answers as brief as possible because I'm a rambler and you don't need that. I am going to start off by asking you, what is the best thing that happened to you this month? A couple days ago, hit 5,000 on TikTok and we actually were now in 7,000. We're getting really close to 8,000, which like I know is small and I know is kind of silly and like I know like social media whatever but like when people like see our tiktoks like it does lead to some of them listening to the podcast and this is something that like we've put a lot of love and like time into um so people listening to it and connecting to it really truly does mean a lot yeah i agree that's my like favorite moment of this month is releasing this podcast okay so question number two what is something you're tired of i am not good at answering questions on the spot something i'm tired of is not having a long enough weekend Honestly, now four day work week, four day work week. Recently, I've just been very into my weekends. I've been very into like going out with friends, going out to dinner, like whatever we're doing. Like I'm just loving that now things are starting to really open up more and stuff like that. And I feel like a person again. And during the week, like obviously I love my work obligations, but I'm living for the weekend lately. What is something that recently moved you? This is something really small, but um. My nephew, Luca, who I absolutely adore, uh, he he struggled some with school. And when I was home um, for a few days, he got a math test back and he got 100 on his math test. <laughs> per Luca, per. Yeah, so I'm I'm really proud of him. He's just such a sweet, good bean. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yay. Okay. If you could teach one subject in school, what would it be? Hmm. Um, Social studies. Really? Yes, I loved social studies growing up. I love like I would always I don't even feel like I remember what social studies entails. Oh, I just like love history or like okay. like any history class, like social studies, like stuff like that. I like loved that stuff. I loved learning about like US history or like world history. Love that. Um, what is your favorite beverage? My mom went through a phase where she made a lot of homemade orange juice. That. Ooh, that does. Ooh. Yeah. What is one thing you still have from your childhood? Okay, this may not count as childhood because it's technically middle school, but it's something that like I have purposely kept. Um, my this is gonna maybe sound materialistic, but I promise it's not. Um, my first ever like designer bag was this coach like, little coach purse. Mine is so gaudy; it's like so colorful and like like all these colors. But like I just remember going with my mom to like the big coach store in the city, and like I got like. It was just like so special to me. And so I've kept it, you know, in case one of my children may want it one day. What is your favorite movie? Um, Die Hard 3. Hmm, I've never seen that one. <gasps> oh. My my family's Christmas movie was always Die Hard. They have a lot of just like tradition. Yeah. Aw, that's cute. What is something you can't do, Sarah? <laughs> I can't cook and I'm not sure if it's because I don't try. Or because I'm actually bad at it. It could be both. It, it honestly probably oh, could be so both. Mean. No, it could be. Honestly, whenever I'm dating somebody, I always tell them, I hope you can cook because if it's up to me, our children are going to have chicken nuggets and mac and cheese every night. What does creativity mean to you? This is deep. Creativity means the ability to see something that no one else has. Like I, I'm a big Bo Burnham fan to an embarrassing point of that for my Spotify wrapped, my number one artist and I believe album for the year were Bo Burnham's Inside. That was Hello. maybe more a statement on how my mental health was. <laughs> um, but 
I was listening to like one of his older specials recently um and he said something about like yeah sometimes like it's such a big world that like I'll like to say a sentence of something that I think has never been said before and like they were mostly jokes of like I'm your dad and I loved your comedy show um but I think the ability to see something that hasn't been seen before and like I think we all make that a really big deal but like literally with the number of cars in a deck uh, there's so many different combinations that can bend that if you shuffle cards uh like well the odds are you have a pretty good chance of that you have created an order of those cards that has never existed before because there's like just mathematically there's so many different possibilities and i think it's so much easier for us to create something that has never existed and never been seen before than we realize hmm. and i think creativity is the ability to like not only create that, but like to see the magic in that. Best advice for 19-year-old Sarah. Stop worrying about what you look like. When I was in high school, I thought I was the biggest person alive. And I look back at pictures of myself and I was like, what was I thinking? Not that like I'm huge now because I've grown to like really love and accept my body a lot in the last couple of years. But I just spent so much of my mental energy thinking I was so fat and like big and that nobody was ever going to like me or my body. And I just wish I could tell that girl like your body, you're beautiful. Like look at in like you're gorgeous. Like your body's great the way it is. So that's what I would tell my 19 year old self. What did you want to do with your life at age 12? Actor. Actor. Broadway, baby. What is your favorite? dessert cake or cupcakes without a doubt what flavor um vanilla vanilla really yeah i'm a vanilla girl what is a book you are planning on reading um dune i started it a while back and i really do like i i saw the movie and i'm a person who really likes like lore and that kind of like nerdy detailed shit it's sitting on my bedside table and that's what i plan on reading next what's your favorite board game monopoly I respect that. Yeah, probably like a family thing. We played it a lot. I like Monopoly. Favorite baked good? A good scone. Mm. What's something you wish you could be good at? Dancing. Yeah. I mean, I think like in our theater world, it would like, it would just like help me. But also because like whenever I listen to like a really good dance song on the radio, I always like think of like choreography in my head but I I think I'm too afraid to like actually self-express that because I'm not really like I don't have the technique behind it um so yeah I sometimes I wish I could express myself in that way what do you do to relax like cook a legit meal Mm, I wish I was that way age when you were first kissed 12 place you were first kissed okay so are we saying like my first like peck kiss or my first like actual just kiss? first peck kiss like first lip to lip action i'm gonna give my answer too <laughs> okay i'm gonna let you go first an all-girl sleepaway camp iconic my first like peck kiss was my best friend growing up their name was ryan and they had an older brother who is the same age as my older sister um and our families were really close and Jake was the name of the brother and I had a crush on each other for a brief amount of time and we went up to my grandmother's house and there was we had this like thing called a bongo that was like a raft out on my grandmother's lake. Yeah. 
And so underneath the water, we kissed each other. And then we were like, hmm, kissing underneath someone underwater doesn't the work. Water. And so my grandmother had like this kind of like, it was called like the bunkhouse. Um, so we went up to like the like loft floor of the bunkhouse and we we gave each other a very sweet peck. Oh, that's so cute. Favorite fashion trend of all time. Leggings. They're just comfortable. Shoes or bags? I'd say shoes because if I don't wear shoes and I walk on the street of New York City, I'm going to get a lot of diseases. Oh, there we go. How do you know you're in love? Oh, my gosh. I'll start picturing a future with that person. Oh, yeah. Name one thing you've learned the hard way. Family is what you make it. What's your biggest weakness? Ugh, I hate those questions. <laughs> um, probably my anxiety. That's a fair choice. Yeah, probably my anxiety. Best first date idea. Um, I've actually never been on like a first date first date in like the way of like you meet someone you don't really talk and go on a first date. I guess like uh, like a good restaurant with good food and good drinks, I guess. What's your guilty pleasure? This is kind of, <laughs> this is my first like actual thought of what my guilty pleasure is, but this is kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Fan fiction, baby. Oh. No follow-up questions allowed. I've literally never been a fanfic girl. Never read fanfic. My sister got me into it, and then one of my friends in college I discovered was also into it, and I was like, oh, thank God I'm not a complete freak. (laughs) Plans for the weekend, baby. I know what this is. I know. We are going to Tao downtown tomorrow for my birthday. Something happened last month. I had to move my birthday dinner, and I'm really glad I did because tomorrow's going to be very fun. I'm excited to have a little dinner. There's nothing more than I love than good food, sitting at a table with people I love, and getting drunk. Good food, good meat, good God. Let's eat. <laughs> that's what my dad would like. We don't really do, uh, what is it, grace. But that's what my dad would do instead of grace at, like, Thanksgiving. I love that. <laughs> And with that, we are finally (laughs) finished with this freaking episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We really hope you all enjoyed this episode. We're super excited because our next couple of episodes, there'll be other people joining us. So it won't just be us. And follow us on Instagram at Completely Fucking Clueless. And TikTok at Completely F-C-K-I-N-G Clueless. Per subscribe follow rate review do all those things it is so important to us as a smaller podcast we we're now at 38 reviews on spotify which we were talking about for like 20 minutes before this because we were like 38 people it's crazy sincerely anybody who is listening to this we're so grateful for you thank you all right y'all have an amazing week and don't forget to be Clueless. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs>